Welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by... T- I made you a uh, helium. All right, you're it's back to normal. Dude, you're back to normal. That freaked me out. <laughs> I just wanted to see what that was like. Now we know. Anyways, um, would we be able to release music on Night Swims? What do you mean? I mean, technically, probably. You, we should rap a song about Night Swims. We should make a rap song and record it. I think we could do that technically. Yeah. But welcome back to Night Swims. Welcome back, yeah. Uh, a podcast is about two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange... Did we do that in the first in the episode just now? I can't remember if we did. Wait. Oh, yeah, you did. I did? I think no. So. God, I hope so. I got the hiccups. All right. Uh, Anyways, um, so... It's your topic. Yeah, we talked about ghosts. Ghouls. Ghouls. Funny little green ghouls. Uh, it's a fun one. But now... We're getting to conspiracy. Yeah, I heard that uh, you you found this on Toctic. Uh, I found the name of it. Yeah. So you heard a, you talk, heard about talk, it on Toctic. Talk, yeah, Toctic isn't my main reference. But okay, thank God. Yeah. Um. Well, let's see. New house. We've covered that. Um, has anything? Sorry, put my mic down. Has Has anything happened? In the last couple minutes, ten minutes, yeah, um, my voice went through a lot of fluctuation. That is true; it did. There was a couple other ones that I wanted to put, but I didn't want to keep like having a start and stop and everything like yeah. that. But let's hear it. Let's see what you got. Oh, you want to get into the topic? I mean, we could. Should we? Should we do something? Should we wait? Yeah, let's just. Let's, you know, let's do a breathing exercise. Okay. All right, everybody, breathe along with us. I want you to breathe in through your nose. Keep keep going. Keep, oh, I gotta restart. <laughs> then hold it. And exhale. And we should be good. Hope everybody's ready. Are you still holding your breath? How long can you do that? I heard if you hold your breath for a really long time, like you start to fart profusely. <laughs> You're most definitely breathing through your nose. Hold your nose then. Oh, yeah? Okay. Okay. You know, some people are talented enough to breathe through their ears when they need oxygen. Yeah. (laughs) I made that up. (laughs) There's no way you're still holding your fucking breath. There's no way. Your face would be red right now. Or purple. What's your average time that you can hold your breath? (laughs) (sighs) Oh, man. It started to hurt my chest. I had to to stop. I can only hold my breath for probably about 30 seconds. Well, luckily, we just timed it, how long I held my breath. That's true. That's true. All right. Topic time. That was probably only 30 seconds, though. No way. Yeah, probably. It was way longer. You think? Yeah. No. Oh. Continue. Well, so this topic goes deeper than just one topic. So 
Let's just jump into it. I really wanted to cover Operation High Jump. What's that? I'll, I'll, I'll read that to you. Operation High Jump, officially titled the United, the United States Navy Antarctic Developments Program from 1946 to 1947, was a United States Navy operation organized by Rear Admiral Richard E. Byrd, Jr. Um, I have Richard Byrd written down. Oh, it's for probably to- related. For a, for a topic in the future. Probably related to this. Um, Operation High Jump commenced 26th of August 1946 and ended in late February 1947. Uh, Task Force 68 included 4,700 men, 13 ships, three of them were warships, and 33 aircraft. Uh, Operation High Jump's primary mission was to establish the Antarctic Research Base Little America 4. So the whole premise of this conspiracy is that all that research stuff is bullshit. Um, and here are the... Wait, shit. Here we go. There are three arguments, um, base, basically, uh, that tries to back up this conspiracy. So the first is that Nazi U-boats instructions to reaching Agartha, which Agartha <laughs> is the hollow earth. Yeah. Yeah. Is this about Agartha? No, it's about... It's mainly about Operation High Jump, and I'll get to it, but um, I, I, I screenshotted these off of Reddit anyways. Um, in the previous hyperlink, I provided one post which indicates a supposed document to the KGB, which I clicked on it. You can't read that thing. It was really bad. Um, a supposed document from the KGB archives instructing U-boat operators on how to reach Agartha. The individual has not found any evidence which disproves its legitimacy and thus believes it to be genuine. One of the motives for this post. Uh, the instructions appear to be quite intricate, elaborating on not only the degrees in which the submarine should float, but also the given depth in which it should operate. Overall, this is probably the strongest piece of evidence that Agartha theorists have, assuming it is real. Uh, second, German Antarctic Expedition. During the late 1930s, so pre-World War II, the Germans had launched an expedition to Antarctica to help establish a whaling station uh, to gather more reserves of fat. Because whales have a lot of those. Can the Quick question. Can the laptop reach me? No. Damn it. I was going to say um, I could look up stuff. Yeah. Uh, some aerial reconnaissance was done concluding that most of the north coast was in reality an ice cliff. Uh, due to the ship also being a catapult ship, planes were used to help with reconnaissance. However, the theories rest upon the notion that this was a cover-up. The real intention of the expedition was to set up a military base underneath the ice. Uh, the third, Operation High Jump and Richard Byrd. It is claimed that Operation... This is, this is Richard Byrd. Yeah. Right here. Wasn't there a KKK member named Richard Byrd? Or he was in the Senate or something. And he, like, advocated for the KKK or something. I don't know. Type in Richard Byrd KKK. <laughs> it's going to be... Robert Byrd. Robert Byrd. Robert Byrd. It's a different R. Oh, he died in 2020. Boo-hoo. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> so it is claimed that Operation High Jump, a military exercise conducted to help prepare American troops for possible Arctic warfare was in fact an assault on the Nazi base that had been built years ago. No, oh, yeah. Uh, the attempted assault ended 
after the Americans were supposedly repulsed by Nazi UFOs. Oh, it says here that Robert Byrd claimed that um, the greatest mistake he ever made was leading a local chapter of the KKK. <laughs> so, but it also says here he filibustered the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Oh, my God. Um, so. What a good guy. I don't think, you know, he's that cool of a guy. No. All right, well, we're not talking about that piece of shit. Um, so, yeah, this attempted <laughs> assault ended after the Americans were supposedly repulsed by Nazi UFOs with the casualties acting as evidence. Uh, in this case, the second and third arguments are interconnected. Uh, the operation confirming the existence of the Nazi base and said Nazi base acting as a rationale for why America went there in the first place. More importantly, a considerable amount of argument rests on the assumption that Richard Byrd had made the claim that there is a continent as big as the United States with its own flora and vegetation. Uh, the evidence supposedly comes from Byrd's own diary, from what I managed to find. Are you still looking? Oh, I thought you were looking. He just so happened to die in his sleep hmm. of a heart ailment. <sighs> but I, Richard Byrd, not Robert Byrd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different birds. So hmm. we're going to talk about Nazi UFOs. Sick. Not the Nazi part. Just uh, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In UFOlogy or ufology. I think it's UFOlogy. Yeah. Which there should be an extra O or a hyphen yeah. at least so people know. But if there was an extra O, it would be a foology. No, a it foology. would look like this. Oh, uh, hyphen. UFOlogy. Yeah. Instead, it's this. This is what it looks like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was interesting. It had like the UFO capitalized. And then... Because it's a book. Oh, clever. Yeah. And UFO, UFOlogy, conspiracy theory, science fiction, and comic book series, stories or uh, stories, claims, or stories have... Circu- oh, comic book stories. Claims or stories have circulated linking UFOs to Nazi Germany. Uh, the German UFO theories describe supposedly successful attempts to develop advanced aircraft or spacecraft prior to and during World War II and further assert the post-war survival of these craft in secret underground bases in Antarctica, uh, South America, or the United States, along with their creators. Right, because there's that whole conspiracy theory. Why are you going through my stuff? What are you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> Quit looking that up. Join the, the crotch. <laughs> Sorry. You, you were, uh, I, I, I was getting mad at you for doing that. I, I won't be yeah, So the Supposedly, Nazis had secret underground bases in Antarctica, South America. I thought it was known. Oh, no. That's a hypothesis. Yeah. Uh, according to these theories, fictional stories, various potential code names or subclassifications of Nazi UFO crafts, such as Runflugzug, Fuhrball. Is it German? Discus. Yeah. Yeah, it's Nazi. No, wait. What, discus? What are you talking about? That's d- different names for these. Oh, uh, for the crafts. Aircrafts. Discus uh, is... Hanabu. Discus is basically like the most popular one that y'all have seen. Yeah. If y'all are confused. Hanberg Grat V7. Vril. Kugelblitz. <laughs> Andromeda Gerat. Flugkreisel. <laughs> Kugelwaffe. <laughs> You're missing. You're butchering these so hard. Jensen flux machine. Are there pictures of these? Raxen Yeah. Which, that, I think that, we'll get to the uh, 
some other names. So I read through this earlier. Uh, accounts appear as early as 1950, likely inspired by historical German development of specialized engines such as Victor Schauberger's repulsing around the time of World War II. Oh, did you know this sculpture is called Discobobolus or Dis- Discobolus? Discobolus. I looked up Discus Discobolus. to see if they had like anything about it, but it was just about like the game itself. No, I didn't know that's Interesting. what it was called. Uh, elements of these claims have been widely incorporated into various works of fictional and pur- purportedly non-fictional media, including video games and documentaries often mixed with more substantiated information. Uh, let's see. In World War II, the so-called Foo Fighters, a variety of unusual and anomalous aerial phenomena were witnessed both by Axis and Allied personnel. While some Foo Fighter reports were dismissed as misperceptions of troops in the heat of combat, others were taken seriously, and leading scientists such as Luis Alvarez began to investigate them. In at least some cases, Allied intelligence and commanders suspected that Foo Fighters reported in the European theater represented advanced German aircraft or weapons, particularly given that Germans had already developed such technological innovations as the V-1 and V-2 rockets, and the first operational jet-powered ME-262 fighter planes, and that, and that a minority of Foo Fighters seemed to have inflicted damage to Allied aircraft. Uh, similar sentiments regarding German technology resurfaced in 1947 with the first wave of flying saucer reports after Kenneth Arnold's widely reported close encounter with nine crescent-shaped objects moving at a high velocity. So fun fact, um, I looked at Foo Fighters. Uh, but, <laughs> but fun fact, that's my next topic. The Foo Fighters? No, Kenneth Arnold. Oh. Look at this one. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Here are the original Foo Fighters. Um, learning to walk again. There it is. Yeah, there they are. Dave that's Roll. a lot of them. Who's this one? Pat Smear. Taylor Hawkins. Nate Mendel, I don't know him, and uh, Chris Shiflett. Really? Yeah. Look at that. I tried, I tried to Google Foo Fighters, but wrong, to see if like a funny photo of them would come up, but it was just regular. Regular Foo Fighters. They're so wrong, but so right. What was I? Where was I? Uh, talking uh, about Kenneth Arnold. Uh, personnel of Project Sign, the first U.S. Air Force UFO investigation group, noted that the advanced flying wing aeronautical designs of the German... Horton brothers were similar to some UFO reports. In 1959, Captain Edward J. Ruppelt, the first head of Project Blue Book, uh, wrote, when World War II ended, the Germans had several radical types of aircraft and guided missiles under development. Uh, The majority were in the most preliminary stages, but they were the only known craft that could even approach the performance of objects reported by UFO observers. While these early speculations and reports were limited to primarily uh, military personnel, the earliest assertion of German flying saucers in the mass media appears to have been in an article which appeared in the Italian newspaper, not even going to try and pronounce that, in early 1950, uh, written by Professor Giuseppe Belluzzo, an Italian scientist and former Italian minister of national economy under the Mussolini regime. 
Uh, it claimed that types of flying discs were designed and studied in Germany and Italy as early as 1942. Beluzzo also expressed the opinion that some great power is launching discs to study them. Uh, the Bell UFO was among the first flying objects to be connected with the Nazis. Look up a picture of the Bell UFO. Are you still? No, are you I'm, on I'm Chris reading Novoselic? about Chris Novoselic. Why? We're not talking about music right now. I'm just sorry. I was just curious. I looked at Foo Fighters, then Nirvana, and then Chris Novoselic. Look up uh, the Bell UFO. The Bell UFO. Kecksburg UFO incident? Just image Image it? Yeah, that's the one I pulled up. Oh, wow. Nazi stuff. Look at this. Um, Hitler's anti-gravity machine UFO conspiracy? Yeah. Conspiracy? It apparently had occult markings on it. Are you talking about the Kecksburg? No, 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 no. We're just talking about the Bell UFO in general. And this pertains to... Yeah, that's, that's the page I'm on right now. This one? Yeah. And so are you, pretend, is, are you just talk, so you're talking about Nazi UFOs is the yeah. topic. and then we'll circle back to Operation High Jump. Okay. And what, why they were there. And Operation High Jump is, again, to remind people. Um, it was supposedly a research project um, or operation, military research operation, uh, to get, I guess, um, soldiers equipped for Arctic warfare in case they needed to go to right. Arctic warfare. But I think that's a load of bull. Anyways... Um, it apparently had occult markings on it, the Bell UFO, and it was uh, also rumored to have been very similar to a Wehrmacht document about a vertical takeoff aircraft. So just, I guess, like a rocket. Oops. Goog. <laughs> um, it is directly related to the supposed crash of a bell-shaped, yep, there you go, mm-hmm. bell-shaped object that occurred in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, USA, on December 9th, 1965. Uh, the, that same month, German engineer... 1965. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Madonna. And it's 1985. That's the, that's the name of the song. Waiting for... Okay. German engineer Sorry. Rudolf Schriever gave an interview to German news magazine, Dear Spiegel, in which he claimed that Dear he... Dear Spiegel. <laughs> ...that he had designed a craft powered by a circular plane of rotating turbine blades, like a hepalopter. Sorry, hep... hep Helicopter. <laughs> uh, the blades were 49 feet in diameter. He said that the project had been developed by him and his team at BMW's Prague uh, works until April 1945. When he fled to Czechoslovakia, Czechoslovakia his, designs, his designs for the disc were... Oh, Jesus, this is fucking hard to read. <laughs> His designs for the disc and a model were stolen from his workshop in Bremerhaven, Lehe. I hate pronouncing European countries or cities. In 1948, and he was convinced that Czech agents had built his craft for a foreign power. Uh, in a separate interview with, yet again, Der Spiegel in October 1952, he said that the plans were stolen from a farm he was hiding in near Region on the 14th of May, 1945. Uh, there are other dis- discrepancies between the two interviews that add to the confusion. However, many skeptics have doubted that such a Bell UFO was actually designed or ever built. Hmm. Ooh. In 1953, when Avro Canada announced that it was developing the VZ-9AV Avrocar, 
in circular jet aircraft with an estimated speed of 1,500 miles per hour. Uh, German engineer George Klein claimed that such designs had been developed during the Nazi era. Uh, Klein identified two types of supposed German flying discs. A non-rotating disc developed by Breslau by V-2 rocket engineer Richard Meith, uh, which was captured by the Soviets while Meith fled to the U.S. via France and ended up working for Avro. Uh, a disc developed by Rudolf Schriever and Klaus Habermal at Prague, which, was, which consisted of a ring moving turbine blades around a fixed cockpit. Uh, Klein claimed that he had witnessed the craft's first manned flight on the 14th of February, 1945, when it managed to climb uh, 12,000 meters in three minutes and attained a speed of 2,200 kilometers per hour, 1,400 miles per hour in level flight. Uh, As we all know, 12,000 meters are 39,370 feet. Right off the dome. Or 7.4 miles. Yeah. Or just give me another measurement, and let me just think about it off the top of my Inches. head. Inches? Yeah. That's going to be 472,440 inches. Mm -hmm. Any, any other crazy. ones you want? Yeah, you centimeters. Centimeters? Yeah. That's going to be, obviously, as we all know, <laughs> one... <laughs> <laughs> One point two million centimeters. Dang, baby. That's a lot of damn. I'll make it all that's right a lot of centimeter. Uh, centimeter. Aeronautical engineer Roy Roy, Roy Fedden remarked that the craft, the only craft that could approach the capabilities attributed to flying saucers, six point five nautical miles, were those being designed by the Germans towards the end of the war. Fedden was, who was also chief of the technical mission for, to Germany for the Ministry of Aircraft Production, stated in 1945, "I have seen enough of their designs and production plans to realize that if the Germans, if they, the Germans, had managed to prolong the war some months longer, we would have been confronted with a set of entirely new and deadly developments in air warfare." Uh, Fedden also noted, added that the Germans were working on a number of very unusual aeronautical projects. Though he he did not elaborate upon this statement. What is that? What is that? Oh, Jackson, what did you? <laughs> All right, sorry. Continue. <laughs> Anyways, um, so the Germans during the end of Why'd the war. Why would you say it like that? The Germans. <laughs> Heinz Fines. They're obviously in development with some pretty interesting technology towards the end of the war. Would you say so? Absolutely. Would you say so? I think... Would you, what would you say? As horrible as this... Uh, well, not really as horrible. Um, I think that the technological... Uh, from, a te from a technological standpoint, not an idealist standpoint. From a standpoint, technological yeah. standpoint, and technically, from a scientific standpoint... What they did was very ahead of its time. Well, it depends on what they're like the human experience experiments. That I know, that's not cool. I know one of the big things, if I remember correctly, that they used was like the study of twins. I'm pretty sure like the experiments they did on twins actually like help us greater understand the genetic of twins and mm -hmm. how they all work out and everything like that. And they were also very technologically. Um, I definitely think it would have. Uh, 
kept going and expanded in what? You just sound like a really big Nazi advocate right now. <laughs> it's not that they weren't like horrible. <laughs> it's that like some of their things just like weren't what you would call agreeable oh by gosh. today's standards, yeah. I think. By today's standards. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but no, yeah, they let's get back to the, let's get back to, they definitely, I can a hundred percent see them capturing a UFO and being like, we're going to figure this shit out. But then of course Hitler goes right in the mouth. Well, I thought he died by cyanide. Did he? I thought he shot himself. I don't know. Anyways. Well, according to some people, he's still alive. Although at this point he'd be dead. There's no way he's like, let me me paint you a picture here. Sorry. Let me figure out how he died real quick. Hey, yo, Hitler. Uh, how, how did he commit suicide? Ah. Taking s- his uh, committed suicide with him by taking cyanide. Hmm. Yeah. What a little bitch he was. He was gay. Was he? No. Oh. But a lot of people thought he had like very feminine mannerisms when he'd speak. He'd get very emotional. I wonder That'd be if, ironic if he was gay. I wonder if like he was like I don't know. Let's get here. Let me let me paint you a picture about this whole uh operation uh, high jump thing. Okay. So, it's towards the end of the war. You know, they're the the, the Nazis have There's they a- they've they've discovered this new technology. They're they're researching all this new stuff. They don't want the allied powers to get a hold of it. Is high jump one word? Yeah. Um so where do you take it? Where do you take this stuff and move it to a secret base? Antarctica. Antarctica, man. Look at that. Or That's a cool photo. Agartha. <sighs> Agartha. Yeah. We don't, we don't have to get We've already talked about Agartha a couple ha- times. That's, I'm pretty sure, going to be a future topic. I have it we written down. We've definitely already talked about it. Agartha specifically? Yeah. We've talked about the inner earth, but not Agartha specifically, I didn't think. Yeah. Well, we didn't go in depth. This is... God, these are. I wish but, um, they were more like realistic pictures and not like fan art and shit. Well, I guess that one. That's cool. <gasps> Let me read about. Sorry, I'll pull so this up to look at the, later. The Allies get oh, get shit. wind. I can't read that. It's in Spanish. That they're taking all these, you know, innovative projects down to Antarctica to work on them some more in private and in secret. So what do they need to do? They they send five thousand men, thirty three ships, including. I'm pretty sure two destroyers and one aircraft carrier carrying 33 aircrafts. And they go and raid this base. This, the, is, this the, is the theory. This isn't what they actually wrote down. So, wait, so this is the theory. Sorry, just to double check. This is the theory of what they think Operation High Jump really was. This is sort of what I gathered, yes. What, so this is, and it's the belief that because the Nazis had all this shit, yeah. the U.S. was like, as they, well, apparently the as they did with like, Literal Nazi scientists. Yeah. They were like, we're going to take this and use it for our own. Yeah. Got it. All caught up. And the, apparently the battle that went down was, you know, allied powers fighting with what they normally fought with and the Nazis fighting with UFOs and anti-gravity. Oh, that's kind of sick. Yeah. Well, not for the allies, yeah. but... Oh, no. But... Be a dope video game level. And this... I'm just saying. It could, it could definitely have been a cover-up, but, like, the, the casualties I mentioned earlier, apparently just three men died. Hmm. Um, because they their plane went down in a blizzard. Um, Got it. But that they, if this battle did happen, there definitely would be way more casualties. It was forty seven hundred men in a battle with planes. Like I don't even think we had jets yet. Mm-hmm. We didn't have fighter jets till probably what Korean War or something. 
Uh, fighter jet? Well, they had fighter planes. Fighter planes, but not they weren't jet powered. No. Um, so I think that was... God, when was, that's a good thing we can look up. Yeah. You are the looker-upper. You keep going. I'll look this up. Um, there would definitely be way more casualties. Fighter jets for sale is something that just came up on Google, <laughs> by the way. Fighter um, aircraft. Uh, Post-World War... Jet-powered. Um, first generation of jet-powered... Uh, subsonic jet fighter designs introduced late in World War II and in the oh, early post-war okay. period. So we probably did. The first jets developed during World War II and saw combat the last two years of the war. Uh, were the Oh, it was German. Mm. A jet fighter. The first operational jet fighter was the uh, Messerschmitt AG. It was a German mm-hmm. share ownership limited aircraft manufacturing corporation. Uh, oh, no, sorry. The ME262A was the first one developed Ooh. by Messerschmitt. And that's what it looked like. I think it kind of looks cool, besides the swastika. It looks tail. like the plane in um, uh, Spy Kids. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they were developing this crap in World War II. And also, if you think about it, which I'm sure this will piss off people who think America is the greatest country in the world, a lot of the shit that we developed after World War II wasn't because of us. Mm. It was because of the Nazis. Because we brought over the, all those scientists. Yeah, and, well, and it was called... What was the operation? It was a legit thing that they did. Uh, paperclip? Paperclip, it yeah. was. And uh, that'll piss off. You know, who I could, you know who I could piss off with that? It's called Drew. Yep. Uh, but um, so I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if like this had some truth to it, what you're telling about, talking about right now. Yeah. No, I mean, if they had like, I mean, obviously back then there's way more UFO cover up than there is now because shit's getting like released every still, day. Yeah, well, for the longest time, I feel like there was still a significant amount of cover-up, but recently, it, it has changed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder, like, if they'll actually come out with, you know, like... Technology? De- no, like, declassified shit like this. That is a good point. Maybe. Who knows? It's like, I mean, it's in the past. Mm-hmm. So what if there was a UFO battle in War? I mean, they they tried to hide. Let me see about Operation Paperclip while we're on the subject of this. Oh, I typed in high. Well, that's again. what Hunters was all about. Hunters was very fictionalized, though. Well, but yeah, it was but about still, that Operation Paperclip. There's a lot of truth. It was a to secret it. U.S. intelligence. Pro- how did I just do that? Oh God. Uh, tw- the so how many did so the Soviet Union relocated 2,200 German specialists, and how many did the U.S. Um, do because that would be insane. Yeah. Oh, a thousand scientists. Jeez. When was it? Re- Excuse me. When did it come out that it like? When was it no longer uh, released? Or when was it no longer pr- uh, secret? Is what I'm looking for. Uh, approval of the program. 1963. From 50 years. It couldn't have been that early. Yeah. Wait. Oh, it looks like around 20... 2013, 2012. God, look at all these people they recruited. Yeah. They all went to NASA, right? Uh, scientific accomplishments. Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, they Wasn't all... Wasn't there an ad in Hunters for Huntsville? I think so, yeah. yeah. They're, um, the, in May 1945, the U.S. Navy received in custody, quote-unquote, Herbert A. Wagner, the inventor of the HS-293 missile... And for two years, he worked at the Special Devices Center in New York. 
And yeah, so they basically, there's 104 um, Nazi rocket scientists in Texas right here. There's a picture of them. Imagine, you know what's crazy? I, I feel like a good majority of people don't even realize this that all these that all these German fucking Nazis worked in the United States for uh, immunity and helped us achieve so much shit. And they don't even think of it like that. They just think of it as like America doing this. America. When the literal Nazi party was just they like were... working with the U.S. for decades. That's so crazy. I didn't realize how extensive it was. That is so interesting. That's how we got to the moon. So it was originally called. <laughs> that is literally true. how we got to the moon. It is true. If 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 these people, uh, here it is. Yep. It's fucked up. Kurt, it really it, is. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, this dude worked with Werner von Braun, and um, here he is, right here between JFK and Lyndon B. Johnson. Oh my god! Uh, right there, if you can see that. See him, right there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's him. How uh, could they tolerate that shit? Because they didn't give a shit. Kurt H. Dubois, it looks like his name. His name was Kurt Heinrich, so it's German. Um, he was the first director of the Kennedy Space Center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? He was a member of the Nazi party, joining the SA in 33 and the SS in 40. He was appointed by Hitler as the V-Weapons Flight Test Director and was actively engaged in rocket research programs at the uh, Pine Munde... Ooh, whoopsie. Peen. <laughs> yeah. And the development of the V2 rocket. Yeah. And then... Which that's what we use. We use yeah. the V2 rocket and then here to he get is, to the moon. Here he is right here at NASA, uh, just between JFK and Lena B. Johnson uh, at a briefing in Cape Canaveral. Man, what a bunch of bitches the United States was. For real. That is crazy. I didn't realize it was that deep. I thought it was maybe but like dude, a few. I, mean, I didn't realize it was so many people that were quote unquote captured. They even like claim it. It's fucked up. They're but even sitting there like, yeah, we captured what, these what people. Happened, what happened right after World War II? Cold War. Yeah. Arms race. Space race. Because of them. Yeah. Because the Soviet Union also the had Soviet to, Union. Oh, by 1947, this evacuation operation had netted an estimated 1,800 technicians and scientists. They were taken to detention interrogation centers, whatever that means. And then... NASA. Oh. uh, I'm reading about... I don't want to read this out loud in case it's not important. Uh, No, yeah. It's too Um, much. Oh. The U.S. paid the evacuees money as as a settlement. A settlement? Yeah. Uh, This according to the University of Birmingham... This is, why this would is we so pay, crazy. Why would this we is so that? this is so bonkers. <coughs> this is ridiculous. Herbert A. Okay, here's another guy. Herbert Aloy Wagner. I'm guessing is how you would say his name. Yeah. Uh, World War II research, uh, and I'm assuming he worked with uh, the Nazis. Yep. Yeah, the Reich Ministry of Aviation. That basically sells it for you. Uh, Operation Paperclip. Yeah. <laughs> And the Guggenheims, man, 86 aeronautical engineers were transferred to Ohio. Uh, between 1945 and 1952, the United States Air Force imported 260 men, 30 of whom, 36 of whom returned to Germany. Uh, let's see here. They, they held them in like Chihuahua and everything to hold them. Von Braun... I forgot that Von Braun was like the biggest one to be brought over. He was transferred to the Redstone Arsenal, which is in Huntsville. 
So that's cool. We had a Roll Nazi tide. here in Alabama. Roll Tide. Uh, 94 men went to the United States in 1959 as part of Operation Paperclip, including Friedwart Winterberg. Um, and let me see here if he was a part of the Nazi regime, just to make sure. Uh, oh, technically, no. He was 15 at the end of the war. Um, and a paperclip eventually became just to recruit people from the Cold War, so the Soviets didn't use them. Here's, uh, there's apparently a medal named after Werner von Braun, it looks like. He received the National Medal of Science and the National Medal of Engineering from America. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> work under Nazi regime. He was working on his creative doctorate when the Nazi party came to power. He was awarded a doctorate in physics. Let's see if he was bad or not. Uh, yeah, A4 rockets. Well, he certainly didn't um, protest, it looks like. Yeah. Group 7 launched two liquid fuel rockets. Adolf Hitler ordered the production of the A4 rocket, and the group developed it to target London. Following von Braun's 1943 presentation of a color movie showing the A4 takeoff, Hitler was so enthusiastic that he personally made von Braun a professor shortly thereafter. In Germany at this time, this was an exceptional promotion for an engineer who was only 31. And by that time, the British and Soviet intelligence agencies were aware of the rocket program and his team, being von Braun, and, oh, this is only in 30, oh. Some prisoners claim Von Braun engaged in brutal treatment or approved of it. Boom. <laughs> Got this bitch on, oh, arrest. Oh. He was arrested, but, you know. <clears throat> and according to Von Braun, he was aware of the treatment of prisoners, but felt helpless. We know that's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, unsuspecting Von Braun, he was detained, and then, of course, he was sucked off by America and never uh, turned back. All right, well, we got. We, we got Sorry, the gist enough of about paperclip. Yeah. Basically, you want to piss someone off who thinks America's the greatest country in yeah. the world, just say that, and they'll get really sad. <laughs> <laughs> so, high jump. High Sorry. Jump. High jump, got high a little jump, of a jump. tangent, but. I feel like it was appropriate because they were kind of similar times and everything yeah. and stuff like that. Continue. But, uh, yeah, they, I don't know. Um, <laughs> just a lot of Nazi stuff in my head now. <laughs> is there anything else to cover about Operation Hydra? Or really. is it time just, for our, for our theories? It. It's theories. It's theories time. Okay, I'm, I don't want to say I'm 100% sold. About, I'm, I'm about like 80-20. I was going to say 80-20 is a good fit because it's super likely. Yeah. As we learned recently, the Nazis created the first ever jet-powered engine, yeah. which was then stolen by America. Uh, um, basically. I mean, you really could argue that. Um, and then, yeah, I, I could definitely uh, see this happening. That The Nazis were way ahead of us, without a doubt. Um, and so for that to be a possibility, don't doubt it. In yeah. fact, I support it. Although it is interesting, though, if it did in fact happen, that the technology did not jump as quickly as it did. Be mm -hmm. Unless they destroyed everything because their mission wasn't to capture and... Well, did it say what their mission was? 
was they well, were the, they the, going the there? The mission to, was to basically do training exercises for Arctic warfare. Well, okay, but like the the ter- in terms of like invading the Nazi, like uh, it was was I that like to, to steal the stuff or to just get rid of it so no one could have it? I doubt it was to get rid of it for no one to have it because okay. you see how dirty they are bringing those fucking. So then, out. so if that's the case, if Operation High Jump true purpose happened and we did and Paperclip was there, mm-hmm. wouldn't it? Well, paperclip was already in place. Oh, well, yeah, but like, wouldn't it make sense that th- there would be more evidence of a great technological advance? Because, well, may, well, I would I mean, say like the it, arms race is pretty impressive, but according to the technology of them yeah, fighting with UFOs, no, yeah. wouldn't that you'd see more technology of that be happening? I mean, you'd that's think, what I'm saying. But I mean, I, th- I feel like during this time they were trying to limit the amount of hysteria to go on. I can see that. Because, like, if there's UFO, like, flying saucers flying around, what do you think people are going to do? Shit their pants. Exactly. Like, where did we get this anti-gravity technology? They obviously got it from aliens. I see what you mean. I wonder if anything... Let me do... Let me check, because there's usually a, a, a reference thing at the bottom. I wonder if there's anything that you can, like... What is this? New Swabia. Whoa! Did you see this? I think I read that. New Swabia was a disputed Antarctic claim by Nazi Germany within the Norwegian territorial uh, claim of Queen Maudland and is now a kata- cartographic name sometimes given to an area of Antarctica. So maybe this was New Swabia where they were going? I think it must have been. Was, yeah, right off the Atlantic. Oh, uh, yeah. Alfred Richter. I wonder if he went to America. Huh, interesting. But I was going to see if they had anything like attached to Antarctica about like or not attached to Antarctica, but attached to... Um, but apparently you can't even go to Antarctica. People go there for expeditions. You can't, like, freely for, go there. Yeah. But you can go there, like, for, like, expeditions and everything. Just because, like, there's nothing there. There's a volcano that Richard Byrd discovered apparently there. apparently a... Uh, and a portal a to the... A massive anomaly buried underneath the ice. We will never know. That's bigger than the, the meteor that uh, killed, the, killed dinosaurs? the dinosaurs. Oh. In the, on the Yucatan. Now, why isn't that being... Ex- whatever. There's too many things to be explored. But 80-20, I'd say that's a definite yeah. middle, or not a middle point. That's a definite uh, sitting point. I could, I could definitely see it happening. I'd like to see it happen because it would just mean another thing that's true in the world. Yeah. But I feel like there would be more evidence to an extent of the technology that they had being used on our own. And maybe they like held it and just like wanted to slowly go about it or something like that, or maybe their priority was just like to capture it, hold on to it, and then kind of like do about it, go about it later. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Who knows? Just realized I put my stickers on my laptop back upside down. <laughs> That's all right. That's bad. No. Your laptop turns off when you close it. <laughs> I didn't even fully close it. Yeah, it does that. That's weird. Oh, I think I got it. Yep, there it is. Just goes to sleep. Now it automatically locks up too. Well, I know the pin. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> 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 need to guess. Dang. Well. But yeah. Do you have anything else to say? Not really. I'm just. That was a very good topic, I must just, say. Yeah. Very good topic. I liked it a lot. Praise be talk tick. Should Should I? Actually, I'll talk about this when we end this, but. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, yeah, just waiting for these uh, UFOs to... Like, imagine an Air Force where it's just UFOs. Space Force. 
Well, That's yeah. what Space Force is. I yeah, wonder if Space Force... We're, we're still using, like, rockets and stuff. Where's the where's the other technology? Base Force. I can't. First off, I can't believe that's Space a real thing. Forks. <laughs> Whoops! I can't believe Space Force is real. Images of like what the Space Force looks branch. like. Biden seen likely to keep Space Force around. Um, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. It kind of looks cool. There's the official website. First, you have to be in the Air Force before you connect. It is a space service branch of the U.S. Armed Forces, one of the eight uniform branches, and the world's first and currently only independent space force. Um, I wonder what you do if you're a part of the space force. You, uh... The secretary of... Or the chief of space operations is this dude. I hope he was an astronaut. What a job. At some point. And then this dude is the vice chief... And this dude is the chief master sergeant of the Space Force. And er- Wait, so an Air, an Air Force military space program has been in development since the 40s, it looks like. Huh. That's interesting. I guess that kind of, that, that's cool. That kind of ties into I what we talked about. Paper clip. All right. Okay, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, God, I'm just going to close this. I mean, where can they find us on Instagram, Douglas? Y'all know where to find us on Instagram at nightstones.podcast. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. Getting delusional. Mm, <laughs> this, is a, this is weird. I can't believe people sing like this. Like Mariah Carey? With their mics like this. Make a wish come true. Oh, that sounds bad. No right. matter what I do. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next time on Night Swims when I have a topic, and it'll be about something, and stuff will be discussed. Yes. Bye bye. Follow us at nightswims.podcast. And we'll send you uh, a selfie. Good vibes.